You know, people ask me a lot of the time, why do we go to Cambodia? You know, why do we go to Cambodia? Why do we do missions? Why do we get involved in missions? Why is it so important for us to invest our time, resources, energy, holidays, time away from family to go all the way to Cambodia to do the things that you just saw? And I think if I was to answer that with one word, and it's the word that we're going to look at tonight, it's really around that word blessing. Blessing. It's all about blessing. Now, over the last few weeks, we've been uh, working through our mission statement, and hopefully you would have had this memorized by now. I keep saying, if anyone wants to go get this tattooed on their back, I'll pay for it. And it says this, to belong to Jesus, to become like Jesus, and to be a blessing in Jesus' name. And this is based in Matthew 14, 9, 4, 19. It says, come follow me, Jesus said, and I will send you out to fish for people. Come follow me. Jesus calls us to come. And that's the belong part, come. And then he says, follow me. And that's the become part. And then he says, and I will send you out to fish for people. And this is the part about bless. Now, one of the things that I like doing is to define words. Because I think so many times our our, our understanding of the word is wrong just because we just don't know what the definition of that word is. Now, the word blessing. Now, if we think, you know, what does the word blessing mean? You know, we, we had a small survey in the pre-service and, and blessing, a lot of the um, connotations with blessing was like giving someone a gift or, or doing someone a favor. Uh, actually, the dictionary definition of the word blessing I don't know if it's there on the screen, is it? Yeah. The dictionary, okay, this is not the Christian dictionary, this is the dictionary, God's favor and protection. That's what the word blessing is, to have God's favor and protection. See, when, we, when someone sneezes and, and, and we say to them, bless you, it's funny, but what we're saying ultimately is as you sneeze and as all the snot comes out of your nose, we, we hope that God's favor and protection may be over you. It sounds weird, right? And it's because we don't use the word to what it's meant to be defined as. But if you really think about it, there is nothing greater than having the favor and protection of God over our lives. There is no greater blessing. You can talk about finance. You can talk about relationships. You can talk about health. They're all good things. But something that is greater than that, the greater blessing is actually God's favor and protection in our lives. We're going to go to two pieces of scripture today that, that show us uh, why blessing is so important in our lives. Uh, firstly, in Genesis 12, uh, after Noah and the, and the great flood, God decides to restart his plan to create a people that would be his own. And he decides to start it through one man called Abraham. Okay, Genesis 12, 1 to 3 reads this, The Lord said to Abram, same guy, Go from your country, your people, and your father's household to the land I will show you. 
I will make you into a great nation and I will bless you. I will make your name great and you will be a blessing. There's so much key language in there. But there are two keys that I'd like to point out in this passage. And the first one is in this. In verse 2, God says, I will bless you. God says to Abraham, go. Leave where you are and go to where I, 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 I want you to go. I will make you a great, I will bless you. I will bless you. Remember the definition. The, the definition is uh, blessing is God's favor and protection. So when God says himself to Abram, this is what I'm going to give to you. I'm going to give you my favor and I'm going to give you my protection. That's what, that's what God is promising Abram. And if you actually read through the life of Abraham, he is truly blessed. He, he, he gains a mass of possession. He, he, he has, you know, a mass of, of, of wealth and also protection. There are many times where, where Abraham could have died and yet didn't because of the protection of God. See, what we need to understand is that all blessing starts with God. And that kind of makes sense, right? If, if the word blessing is defined as God's favor and protection, how can you have God's favor and protection without God? Well, we need to really understand. It all starts from God. God is the source of all blessing. But the second thing that we need to understand from this passage is also in verse 2. And, and it says, I will make your name great. And you, you will be a blessing. So God not only says, I will bless you to Abraham. He says, but you will be a blessing. Now, what does that mean? What does that mean? It, it, it means that God is going to pour his favor and protection through onto other people through Abraham. Abraham is going to be the channel of blessing. Abraham is going to be the agent of blessing to those around him. See, this is, these are some of the things that we need to understand. Is, is it's, it's God that blesses us through his favor and protection, but it's also God can pour that blessing onto other people around through us, through us who are blessed. You know, God did not create us just to belong to him. God did not create us just to become like his son. It doesn't just finish, it doesn't finish there. But it continues that we would be a blessing. Jesus says that we would go and fish for men. What, what does that mean? It means that God will use us to tell people about him. And that they would have God's favor and protection. That they would be blessed through us. The end goal of our lives is not just for us to be blessed you know, we are blessed when we have God, when we belong to God and we become like Jesus. And that's great, but that's not the end goal. The end goal is to take that blessing, is to share God with others so that they can be blessed. And we see this in our second passage, which is Matthew chapter 5, verse 13 to 16, and it reads this. It says, you are the salt of the earth, 
But if the salt loses its saltiness, how can it be made salty again? It is no longer good for anything except to be thrown out and trampled underfoot. You are the light of the world. A town built on a hill cannot be hidden. Neither do people light a lamp and put it under a bowl. Instead, they put it on its stand and it gives light to everyone in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before others that they may see your good deeds and glorify your Father in heaven. I love this passage. We're not going to go too much into it, but the passage says this. You are created, not just for you, but you are created. You are on this planet to make a difference, to be a difference. The goal isn't to make ourselves great. It's not to make our church great, but it's to make the name of God great. And how do we do that? We, we, we bring more people to God. So it's not just us who are blessed, but it's other people are blessed. That they would have the favor and protection of God. Let me, let me say it once again. Is there anything greater than having God's favor upon our lives? Is there anything greater than having God's protection over our lives? You know, when you become a parent, one of the things that you realize very quickly is that as much as you want to protect your child, because that's your job, right? You cannot protect your child 24-7. There is no way that you can sit there and watch your kid and make sure your kid doesn't run into glass walls. Doesn't, doesn't, you know, eat the five cent coin, you know, doesn't, you know, like do stupid other things, you know, when they're 16, 18, 20, whatever, right? Like you can't do that as a parent, you can't control. And so when you understand that God's protection is over you and your life and your family, that's an amazing thing. There, you can't buy that with money. What about God's favor? Can I tell you what God's favor is not when you're in the car park and it's packed and you're driving and you're like, please, Lord, please, Lord, car park. And then suddenly a car pulls out. Oh, blessed be the name of the Lord. God's favor is on my life. It's not God's favor. You just got lucky. God's favor on your life is that he looks at you. And he says, I want the best for my son. I want the best for my daughter. And I'm going to do whatever I can to make that happen. And that's pretty cool because he's God. That's the purpose of our lives. It's to be a blessing. But what stops us from... Being a blessing. I just want to quickly outline three obstacles that that stop us from living out our lives called to be a blessing. The first is this. Some of us don't believe that we are blessed. How can we bless others if we truly don't believe that we are blessed ourselves? Many of us question. Many of us question whether we are truly blessed by God. Am I blessed? Am, do, do I, do, I don't feel blessed. And if I don't feel blessed, well, how can I be a blessing to others? And the reason why this disparity happens is, is because the way we define the word blessing is different. 
God's blessing is his favor and his protection over our lives and in our souls. You know, his favor and his protection. But sometimes we don't want God's favor and protection. We want God's credit card and his supernatural powers. And because we don't have his credit card or supernatural powers, we're like, oh, God did not bless me. It's not the fact that you're not blessed. It's the fact that you're trying to define it in your own words. If you don't believe that you have received the blessing of God, meaning that you uh, have not received God's favor and protection over your life, you will struggle to be a blessing to other people because you will always feel in lack. You'll always feel empty. We need to believe that we're blessed first. And we are. The second one is this. We hoard our blessings. This one's really simple. We're really selfish. I would, I would say the majority of, of young Christians would fall into this category. We believe that we're blessed, but we just don't want to share it. I oh, thank you, Lord, for blessing me, for your favor and protection. And then God says, go and bless others or be a blessing to others. And you're like, ah, oh, I don't know. <laughs> See, and I think the reason why is because we think that, we, we think of God's blessing as a zero-sum equation. So say God, God blessed me with a 10, and if I bless Albert with a 1, then I'm only going to have 9 left, right? We think of God's blessing like that. But, but what, what we miss in that equation is that, that God is not a zero-sum God. God is... Uh, immeasurably more than what we can even imagine. It's not that when I bless my brother and I, I, I give or, or I support or I love or I pray for him that I'm actually losing out. But the problem is a lot of us think like that. And so that's why would we want to lose out? You know, and then it comes back to, well, we're just selfish. You know, Pete, Just calming myself down before I just, I was about to yell something. I said, oh, it's okay, settle down, Steve. <laughs> we selfish creatures. By nature, we're selfish creatures. You know what that means? It means we love it when we get blessed. We love it, the fact that God loves us and God blesses us and God provides for us. And then suddenly God says, go provide for someone else. And you're like, oh. You know, thinking that we're going to miss out on God's blessing, but God's blessing doesn't work like that. God pours more and more and more. Can I tell you, this is how it works. This is, I, really, I genuinely believe that this is how it works. God blesses me, and he calls me to be a blessing. And I'm going to go bless Albert, right? And, 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 and even if I bless Albert with a 10, I believe that God's blessing is so immeasurable and so eternal that it's going to continue to fill my cup. I really genuinely believe that. I believe that the more that we become a blessing to others, it's not that, you know, that your level, you know, decreases. No, I believe God feels that more and more and more. But when we struggle, when we struggle to bless others because of our selfishness, you know who misses out? It's not them. It's you. You miss out on who, being who you're called to be. 
And thirdly, some of us genuinely don't know how to bless. There are some of us that recognize that we are truly blessed and genuinely want to be a blessing to others, but we just don't know how. We don't know how. You know, it's like we're waiting for the church to have a blessed Sunday. And so you're like, yes, okay, that's the day I'm going to be a blessing. You know, you're waiting for someone to tell you, uh, you know, be a blessing. Be, I'm going to be a blessing. But here's the thing about being a blessing that we need to understand. You can be a blessing anywhere, anytime to anyone. Anywhere, any place, anytime. I'm getting this mixed up. <laughs> to anyone. We need to change the way we think. You don't go somewhere to be a blessing. Being a blessing isn't a destination you go to. Being a blessing is part of the journey that you live on. Let me say that again. Being a blessing isn't a destination that you're going to arrive at. You're not going to get there and go, okay, now I'm going to be a blessing. No, being a blessing is a part of the journey that you're already on now. It's just you haven't been able to recognize that now. You know, some of us are like, you know, uh, when I'm older, when I'm spiritually more mature, when I'm richer, when I can afford it, you know, when I have more time. No, it's here and now. This is when you are to be a blessing. God tells us to be salt and light here and now, not later. God doesn't say you will one day be the salt, you will one day be the light. No, God says you are the salt, you are the light, meaning influence now. In whatever context you're in, in whatever family God has put you in, in whatever school or workplace you're in, no matter what group of friends that you're in, no matter what bus or train you get on, that's where you're called to be a blessing. We need to change our thinking. The purpose of our lives is not for ourselves because we are neither the center of the universe nor the source of life. God created us not just to exist for our own wants and needs, but he blesses us. He blesses us abundantly and then calls us to be a blessing. That's why we go to Cambodia. Because we believe that we're blessed. And we want to help others understand that they're blessed too. Finally, I just want to conclude by giving some Three areas of practical, practicality of where you can live out a life of blessing. They're really simple. Uh, number one, sharing. Learn how to share. You know, we teach our kids this, right? First thing that we teach our kids to do, share. Right? Take what, what God has given you and share, share it with those around you. And it starts with God himself. If you are in a living relationship with God, then you have enough to bless others with the greatest blessing ever. There is no greater blessing than God himself. But if God has blessed you with even more, then you can share even more. You can share your food. You can share your house. You can share your time. You can share your belongings. You can share your ease question I want you to think about is, well, who can I share and what can I share? Secondly, generosity. Generosity is a great channel of blessing. Why? Because it's the practice of freely giving just as God freely gave to us. 
You know, last year we did a whole month on generosity, what it means to be generous. And what we realized actually was interesting because a lot of people came and told me they realized they thought they were very generous. After looking at the word and looking at how God generous was, we realized that actually we're very stingy and selfish. God gave his one and only son. We are not even close to that level of generosity. But we can practice this generosity with your finances, your time, acts of service, prayers, and your ears. It could be, you know what I can start with? Saying hello first. How's that? You know, that's a generous thing to do. You know? Saying hello first. Not just waiting there for someone to come and say hello to you and give you attention, but you saying hello first. I think that's a big step of generosity. And thirdly, evangelism and discipleship. Make disciples, fishing for men and women who do not know God, sharing with them the greatest thing that you have in your life, who is Jesus. You know, I know that they're really big words, right? Evangelism and discipleship. And as soon as someone says, hey, you need to go and evangelize and you need to disciple someone, everyone says, well, that word's way too big for me. You know, like I don't even understand what that means for me. But can I tell you what it is? It's take the God that you know, the God that you love, the God that has blessed you, take that and just share it with someone. Just share it with someone. What's discipleship? It's to help someone understand who that God is and walk that journey with them. Who can you be a blessing to? Friends, can we not be a self-centered church? I know that we've been beating this mission, right? Belong, become, bless. Belong, become, bless. But if we just go belong and become and don't move on to bless, then we just become insulated. God did not, God does not want that. He wants us to make a difference in whatever context we're in. If you're a parent, will you start with or if you're married, you, you start with your spouse. If you're a parent, you start with your children. If you're a child, and we all are, you go with your parents, your families. Don't look far and wide. Yes, we go to Cambodia once a week to bless the people of Cambodia, but you don't need to go to Cambodia to be a blessing. You can bless the person next to you. You can bless the person behind you. You can bless the people that are at home waiting for you. Be the blessing that God calls you to be. I pray that we would join this journey. Belong, become, and bless. And I pray that God would do a mighty work in our community. Amen.